tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Like, like, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the finale of Legends. So sad. Well, finale two, it was really two episodes cut together. Well, not that even cut together. Not it was two even. episodes. Just two episodes. But I'm bursting. I'm bursting after watching yeah, that. There's so much oh, stuff oh my, going on. I, know. I think you probably wanted to kill me because, like, we were watching I just kept the whole time. I was like, oh, oh, what about this? What about this? No, it was thing? great. Like, it was and I, you know, what, what I'm more mad about was my prediction from the first episode. I was exactly spot on about and then it was like I didn't get to be right really what I was, was only, your original prediction I was only right well the whole like MI6 thing oh uh, you definitely called that but like I, I didn't get to brag about it really even though I'm trying to brag right now about it <laughs> well I, hey I nailed the Sonya thing yeah you did she's a legend you totally but, did but we didn't know till the very end so well done but writers. you also got to say you got to say that in a previous uh, after show before they revealed it, it again so Carrie Long is joining <laughs> us hey, also guys. doubling as JB tonight also Carrie Long <laughs> we look identical so, I mean pretty you much know. you know huh it's weird. You, you've also got the poofed up hair. Just like him. Just like him. He wanted to be Maggie. He did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jamie, we're just going to talk shit about you the whole episode for not being here. Hey, guys, I'm Dave uh, Klein. Just ready to talk all that crap about JV. But uh, last week, the song that we played was from the movie Black Death. Mm-hmm. And now, since this is the finale, we're actually playing a song from the finale, uh, which is called Devil on My Back by Stoney, I believe. Yeah, great song. Yeah, I really good song. It. I got all excited. It was a cool on. song. I'll download it. I'm, I'm gonna use some free advertising this, Tony. So oh, I was trying to see. You're uh, welcome. That is who it is. Yep, confirmed. So let's go ahead and start about the talk about the first episode where oh. we're still on the whole storyline with Bashir and Hassan mm-hmm. and Martin. Right in the middle of it, Martin being tortured as the uh, microchip is being removed, getting repeatedly punched in the face. But a nice badass moment from him. It was. He was Mr. Tough Guy. I'm, I want you to know something, well, Carrie. Yes. I'm gonna kill you. Oh, I know. I, I tweeted that out, guys. If you follow me, you would know that. What a great line. He's such a badass. There's something you need to know. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. How many How many times in a week, a month, a year, can you actually say that and mean it? You can't because you have to be Sean Bean. Or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. And you, That's then you actually confirmed. Could mean That's pretty it and, awesome. Yeah. Hmm. That, that also works. Oh, there we go. Say, yeah. Uh, and you could live in Britain and be copying Dexter. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Current events. So Crystal <laughs> wants to know uh, from Nelson how they knew Martin was undercover. And this is going to be a concurrent theme throughout mm-hmm. both episodes is how did they know Martin was undercover. So that is a huge uh, issue with all that. And during that moment, as she's kind of bombarding Nelson, we get Fox Echo Zulu 911 from... Sonia, Sonia, yeah, yeah, heading to Nelson. So now we get it confirmed that she did, in fact, get that text out. She did, right? Because we were concerned about that. It's nice to know, right? So the phone, the phone came back into play too. Because uh, I, I know we'll get to it. Just yeah, we're talking about a phone. Aiden was super smart, savvy kid. Clearly, the genetic uh, spawn of two legends. Because yeah. he's like, "Mom, I picked up the phone," and she didn't even notice. Yeah, Aiden She's is a covert. little badass. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, just so the scene too. too. Yeah, like as like they're as he's being interrogated by terrorists, and like they have him wrapped up. He's like, 
Yeah, you better lay your hands off my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Total what badass. What do you do about it, Aiden? Nothing but my mom, meanwhile. And he was so calm. What? Like, normally a nine-year-old just be losing it. Just ah, freaking out. This kid's all like, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. A little badass Aiden, and then that's when they call up Martin on the phone and have yeah. a back and forth as Martin gets to see Sonya kicking ass. So just another notch there of, like, told me it's a car accident, you told me we were married, and now you're kicking lies. ass. Lies. All of it lies. But I, you know what I like? Because as soon as she kicks him ass, I was like, hold the phone. Like, he's going to notice this. And then, well done, writers. Later yeah. on the show, you were all, like, explaining it. Yeah. I was irritated at first. I was like, what? Come on. But, hey, they let us hang on for it for just a bit, and then it got explained. Yeah. Justified, I think, would be a better term there. That's also that's the wrong show, actually. We're, we're oh, talking right. about Legends right now, right, so I'm sorry. Justified. I'm sorry, wrong show. Timothy. Timothy <laughs> Olivent. But Martin breaks and snaps at this point with this whole family. Yeah. And, uh, Nashir... Or Bashir. Bashir, yeah. Bashir, he's just, not like, exactly the uh, smartest terrorist no, in the world. No, come on. Has he never watched any other, like, <laughs> terrorist drama scene from any other well, TV show? Like, it's funny because, like, everything up to this point was, like, so smart yes, that they were I, doing. I wrote that. I wrote fight scene, and then there's a very unhappy face here. And yeah. I wrote, come on! Uh, because they were so attention to detail to get him in the semi and be all high-tech, and yeah. then you set this killer free, and he kicks your ass. Like, wh- come on. Yeah, I, I just wrote stupid. Like, stupid, yeah. But I mean, it's more like the scene itself. I was like, I mean, they need to get him weak. out. Yeah, it's just a weak like, scene, honestly. Yeah. There, you guys are better than that. Come on. I mean, there's like, there's great writing throughout both Fantastic. episodes, but this one scene is just like, it, I guess that's why it stands out. Yeah, it's maybe it was like, late at night and they all wanted to go home. They're just like, yeah, it's like, guys, it's three in the morning. I've been eating. I, we've already ordered four pizzas and we have two boxes of donuts. I just We're want to go home. OT. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not paying for OT. We're on salary. It's true. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stick around for OT. I would. We're on double OT yeah, at this point. What a run. Let that clock run. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, kind of a poor, poorly written scene. But whatever, Martin's But just one badass. scene, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. everything else was spot on. No, everything. Everything. So Crystal and Rice head over to Martin's house, but they are too late at this point. Too late. What, what you going to do? What you going to do? Too late. But it does add that another element to it that, hey, at least, uh, at least Hassan's not an idiot. You know, maybe Bashir got the it was the idiot poll. He, he lost biggest idiot in the terrorist team. But Hassan, <laughs> he's good. He's smart. He's spot on. He he knew to go to an old narcotics uh, area. Right, but, that's the place to head to. You're like, oh, we know where old narcotics used to hang out. <laughs> of they, now we know why Agent Rice is here. Yeah, for that one moment. Oh, yeah, I remember that area. We used to uh, do narcotic ops over there. I know the house. Good thing, like, a convenient, house. like, I feel like a lot of times Agent Rice's character is the most convenient character. Like, oh yeah, my dad, uh, my dad actually ran an auto dealership. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, so. <gasps> nice. Like, anything, like, just pull Agent Rice for some way that he's gonna be the able to one who can call out something. Truth. Very true. Yeah, so Martin calls Nelson and finds out where, uh, Sonia and Aiden are missing. But yeah, so Martin's such a badass that he, while well, they're like, we're freaking out, and Martin just calls them. As Maggie's like, uh, we have Martin on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Just if anyone cares. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Pretty, uh, I, I like pretty actually, I like Maggie's acting in that scene. Maggie's great. And yeah. that's, this is why I know we're going to talk about it, about season two, you know. And just for the record, everything we have scrolled through online, we cannot find confirmation of either a season renewal or cancel cancellation. Yeah. So and I think they're just going to wait for the ratings from, you know, tonight, obviously. 
It so, might even be something that's just on the block until next year. Could you be. Know, find out about so. Could be, and you never know. You know, maybe it gets snacked, 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 snatched up, and is uh, is online somewhere. Or something. I am kind of uh, hungry tonight. Now that you mention it, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Now that there's snatched. no popcorn and. Yeah. What are we gonna do? No popcorn for a season finale, but uh, that's all right. The season was. Yeah, cool we want we wanted to chow down on some popcorn. We did. Season finale, but there's none. There's none. Steven in the booth. What, what's with that? <laughs> so Martin comes into the office in person, and he wants to interrogate Bashir. He uh, well, he also drags in Bashir. Mm-hmm. So he drags him in, which is great, and just wants to interrogate him himself. And Sonya's going to be there to reel him in, mm-hmm. which he doesn't want at crystal. all. Crystal, Crystal, or sorry, Crystal. Sonya's having a conflict with Hassan. That was what I was writing. But yeah, so we have that like mini conflict with Hassan and Sonya where uh it's just like Sonya wants Aiden to eat. Yeah, and that was uh, yeah, cuz she was and then I liked that what was his line? He was like, "Oh, a, a woman, not much of a cook, but, you know, breaking ribs or something." Right. Well, he says something about like you have secrets too. I think. Yeah. But yeah. It was nice. And I I kind of curious why Aiden wasn't like, "What do you mean, mom?" Like he's if he's that smart or maybe he knows. Who maybe knows? he just figured. Maybe it. the kid is a legend. I mean, youngest I think legend kids in the are department. smarter than yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, I think a lot a of smart. kids are smarter than people give them credit to. True. True. He probably just kind of figured it out like my mom's more Yeah, I think he figured it out. My mom's a badass. At least I like to think he did. In my head he figured it out. That's my head cannon right there. So, uh, Martin taking the first crack at Bashir and, like, strangling him and all that. All cool under Nelson's watch. <laughs> Nelson's like, this is cool eh, by let me. Him rough him up. Nelson's, like, the most laid back about all this stuff ever. He's so chill. And you know what? The whole time, and all the way through the end of uh, the episode, it's just Nelson's so chill. And yeah. you don't know. You're like, is he a good guy or is he bad? Like, I just don't know because he's so chill. He's so in control. Like, we've yet to see him just blow his top. Yeah. I don't know. I always I like him. that. Like, when, when you find out that he helped... When he was like talking to Sonya and they helped uh, Martin, then you kind of take him to be a good guy from that point, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me still was kind of like, he's maybe, you know, it could be perceived as helping, but maybe he's just covering his own ass. I'm which sure is what's, you know, everybody, you're just double guessing. Well, I'm sure he's also covering his own ass, but I mean, I think everyone his wants own to. His asset? Hey, legend. Martin you know? is his asset, by there the way. Boom. So, so uh, then they, they turn it around, though, with Bashir. Turns out that they have they know about his daughter Samara and they know exactly where she is yeah. and they threaten to kill her because Sean Bean just don't give a funk. He doesn't, and he called it the Desert Code, an eye for an eye. Yeah, and the guy's like, "You wouldn't kill him, your FBI. Come on." <laughs> uh, he will, he put stuff in a guy's eye and killed him, so I think he'll go after anyone. Yeah, this, it, this detective Odom. Yeah, I mean, all you have to say is like, "Well, maybe I'll go undercover." Oh, oh, right. Then it's completely justified. Completely yeah, it basically justified. Basically, is what I'm it a is. Legend. I killed a million people. It doesn't matter. Yep, exactly. So we find out that it's Arcadia that leaked Martin's FBI through Bashir. So now we get again that Arcadia involvement that we have as, as an audience know. Right. So Arcadia is who he knows about, but he doesn't know where the hell um, Hassan has gone because Hassan's actually smart and doesn't unlock up his people that he's torturing and who are also special agents who are killers yeah yeah so that is where <laughs> hassan is but we get this break in the action with jason shaw who's the head of arcadia or oh uh, sorry jason shaw uh who's not heading arcadia or virax virax the, the ceo yeah. of virax but they find that out uh they find out that Jason Shaw also has involvement with Arcadia. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so we find out that Jason Shaw is this important guy. 
CEO of Virax. He's somehow involved with Arcadia, so he's a really important character who anyone who watched the finale knows exactly who he is, but... Right, and he's got a ton of money. He had great lines, too, in there. And I, again, I just really like how this show is paralleling, like, what's uh, going on in topics right now, anything... Um, political yeah. or even if any anything like people out there are like oh the government's all about money at the end of the day you know whichever way you feel this show is a nice way of writing it into the storyline and he had I can't find it where did it go anyways he had a great line basically saying that you know sovereign powers it's it's dictated by who has the money it has yeah. nothing to do with anything else there's no such things as borders anymore yeah you know and there is this ongoing mentality of that and in, in you know the nation you hear it more and more in conversations about the water cooler I'm just saying that uh, you know it was it was very relevant. Yeah, this whole scene, absolutely. plot, dialogue. Um, right, which I think, actually, it's a slightly different scene, but that's cool. We can talk about jump? this scene, too. Yeah, this was the episode where they find out who, J- or a scene where they found out Guys, who Jason Shaw was. sorry. But you it's all good. About... It's right. all good. So, uh, Sean Bean, or Martin, I mean, we don't know who the hell his real name is, so. Uh, basically, he, he grills into Nelson if he worked for Virax, and finally, Nelson admits that, yes, he worked for Virax. He was a WITSEC operator, I believe, who would make people disappear, and that's what Nelson's job was, and he basically was assigned to make Martin disappear, and Martin Odom is a legend. He admits all that. He won't say if Sonya's involved, but it's pretty obvious that by his body language that she was, and they refuses to answer and right. ask yourself. And and then, too, you Fine. wonder if he wasn't saying, like, obviously let her tell you, but then maybe if he was so angry at Sonya, he wouldn't have that... Uh motivation that passion that fury to go save her so you kind of wonder if he held back too just to make sure that he could recover this agent and kid yeah out of the field yeah you don't i, I don't know i, I think, I Martin, think it's, he still would have saved him he's a good yeah guy. i think he would have saved him i think ways i think it was just like from nelson's viewpoint a, this is your wife and right she, you, you deal with it right. i've dealt with this enough or, or just like you know like it should be something for her to say really let the woman that, speak yeah yeah that should be the way to find out. So Aiden, the little badass he is, as we talked about before, took the phone mm-hmm. from, noticed the phone, took it from uh, Sonia's phone, and he remembers that uh, the password is her birthday, seven two zero five. Which it ha- right because you never like wait July twentieth five. She's looking good to be that old. Or nineteen seventy two May. Are we thinking? 1972. Oh, okay. 1972. Like 1972. Oh, okay. I was thinking like, oh, it was obviously the 72nd of May is her birthday. Clearly. 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 Or she was born in the seven, the 5th of the 72nd month. Yeah. Right. Right. 72 dash 05. Yeah. Right. It's a Mayan calendar that doesn't even, I think, doesn't even have that my must. But that was weird. Why not just make it 0572? Yeah. Why did they do 7205? Minor uh, detail. No. Just saying, I'm well, sure a lot of people thought that. Well, even 0572 is like... Maybe it's 2057 that she was born in the future. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> we wrap around four. Okay, anyways. Yeah, they, that uh, he sends out and texts, need help to Martin's right. phone. And mm-hmm. then that's able to be picked up by Maggie, who picks it up. And then they send Martin out, who's on a mission to destroy with Rice and Crystal. Which that scene kind of felt a little bit, too, like when Martin Odom, you know, was freed from his um, captors. It felt a little like it just kind of like was like, okay, quick, we have to figure out a way to get them freed out of the house. It just seemed too simple when everything else had been so complicated. But, hey, they got him free. We can move on with the storyline, I guess. Yeah, basically. And just, you know, play some cool music. Yeah. Guys, I'm not sure what to do this scene. Just put some good music music. in. And then, like, yeah, it was a really quick scene for Mm -hmm. what was, like, such a huge moment, really. Or what had been built up so much at this point. It was just like, right. just goes in, extracts them, kills There's the bad guys. It seemed very That's simple it. and diluted down. Yeah, so. very much so. 
But they had more and more with this episode to do, which would become much bigger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, quickly goes in, kills us on, extracts her. He may, wants to make sure that eight, that um, his family's with someone that he knows in a safe house. Mm-hmm. So he pulls Agent Rice, who he now seems to trust. So yeah. he trusts Agent Rice at this point. So bonding Some guy bonding. Yeah. When they pretended to be dishwasher repairmen from a few episodes ago. That was, Clearly that's that when That was they, exactly where the bonding that's happened. That's where the bonding happened. And then the, right. shoe, the shoe stuff. Yeah. Bonding, bonding over a man who's hanging in a closet. Right, exactly. So <sighs> this is where we get the Jason Shaw of your scene with uh, exactly what you talked about. But uh, we also find out other important character here, Conrad Tomlin. Yes. Very important character who's going to come back in the finale finale episode that mm-hmm. happened tonight anyways. Yeah, Conrad Tomlin, a really important character who Jason Shaw is meeting with. They really seem to like the exact same diner or spot or wherever they meet at. So <laughs> if they could ever figure out where that's at... That's where to be. That's where to be. That's where all the terrorists are, apparently. American terrorists. Yeah, American terrorists, Within. which is a nice, nice little twist there. Right. And once again, we I mean, I'm not saying I'm in or without this, but saying how, like, you know, a lot of a lot of conspiracies are out there that, you know, American terrorist plots on U.S. soil that's done by Americans. A lot of people rumored that around the Boston marathons. Yeah. You know, it just it's conspiracy. It's out there. But again, the writers pulled from what people are already buzzing about out in the, you know, the country, and they've pulled it right, and they've put it into a script. Well, if I'm not mistaken, this is based off of a book, sir. Right, right. and it's off a book, but it's so not, like, one... paralleling it, you know what I mean? Like, some shows that are written about on um, books, it's yeah. not completely parallel. Oh, okay, it. I wasn't sure how much it By the way, was. speaking about books, the very first episode, when McCombs gave him that book, that yeah. storyline was just dropped. We've never, I mean, well, I think once it was referenced again. No, we got, we got what the, it was about the folded over flaps on the pages. Yeah, but that's it. That was it. That's all the book was, was those folded over page, like, numbers. <sighs> I kind of wanted more. That's all it was. It's yeah. Fancy, this the book. dog ears. Yeah, I guess. All right. That all was right. it. All so, right. Yeah. I'll let it rest. Uh, but you know who won't let things rest? Nelson Gates. No, who he Who wants won't. a meeting. Wants a meeting Or now. everyone has to go meet. So, uh, Crystal trying to interrogate uh, Martin about everything, and Martin still won't answer questions as they go and have the meeting. Everyone's involved with Nelson Gate meeting the superiors who are going to be completely ignoring Prince Fayeen. The director wants the DCO, DCO off of the case, and everybody in the DCO is absolutely pissed off because no justice is happening. Right, complete cover up. Right. And that Agent Malloy. Ooh. Ooh, it's, she ruffles my feathers. It's a strange, yeah, it's a strange cover-up because it's like who are they covering up exactly at this point when they could just like it's basically they're covering up prince Fayeen maybe because they don't want a war or they don't want this like that that would be my assumption right and and i'm sure something there is somehow linked back to the whole virax storyline and yeah. the government cover-up like the greater good that's a continuing you right. know, theme who knows yeah but maybe it's definitely next season it's definitely maybe. some fishy stuff going on with that that they don't Want to call it Prince Fayeen for it? So really, and he was just happens to be with uh, Arcadia, and who's also now connected to Virax. So those are the mm-hmm. big connections there. Money, money, money. Mm-hmm. Good thing I have none of it. That means I'm not evil. Exactly. Yes. Me too. That means you can trust us, <laughs> unless we're going to be given a lot of money, but we wouldn't say it. I have no money to give. Sorry to disappoint, friends. I said we're be- if we're given it at some point. So. Crystal uh, goes to meet with her father, which is apparently mm-hmm. we get this other storyline, which that Crystal and her father have some sort of tension, and her father's also in the was in the military in the past. Of course, and of course. Now that you knew, now that we know the Crystal character, and you see your dad, you're like, ah, of course, military, military girl. Yeah, 
Because that was the military. Well, naval, I think, actually. Yeah, is that... Uh, Either way, you just know that she had a dad that's strong, and she's bullheaded, and she's probably her you know, father's daughter, and they butt heads because they're so ah, much alike. Got it. Okay, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't think of those things. Just saying. Of course, yeah. she's got a tough, stern dad. And I like, I don't know, it was kind of an interesting way to get the information out, bring in a new character for that moment. Yeah, so we find out about Operation Fire, which we mm-hmm. can go ahead and talk about, I suppose. that This is apparently the worst cover-up in military history. It was a friendly fire operation that went wrong, where apparently... And we find out a lot more about it, but all we find out about this point is that 400 people died in right. friendly fire. And, and that an was, entire platoon. Right, and the entire thing was covered up. So, worst uh, military... Horrific, uh, absolutely yeah, horrific. horrific yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely horrific. So that is what Operation uh, Raining Fire is and why it was completely covered up and wiped from the records. Mm-hmm. So, in the other end of the spectrum, Martin is meeting with uh, DCO boss, uh, or the one of the, or Nicholas Spiller. I, I just wasn't sure who he was at first. You know so Nicholas I Spiller. I wrote, old dude who used to wear blue tie first episode with blue eyes. Bad, 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 bad. That's yeah, <laughs> nice. Spiller. Perfect note. And, and you were absolutely right on your instinct. But he's the deputy director. Dep- deputy. So that that is his title, as we saw on one of the cards. They had they had his oh, yeah, name his on little it. placard yeah, on yeah, his yeah, desk. Yeah, little placard. Uh, so uh, Martin meeting with a gun at the meeting, and uh, he thinks that this is who he was made by. It was someone on the inside, obviously. I know that, and he thinks it was Nicholas Spiller. And then Spiller kind of like does a little loop around and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm on your side, bud." And I've been tracking Virax for five years. I want to bring them down, and I want you on my side. And there's this guy, Cameron. you got to find him. Yeah, you need to find Cameron, man. Yeah. Cameron, yeah. Did anybody else think, as soon as he brought that up, that that this, you know, later on, not to get ahead, but as yeah. when we get to the whole Cameron, um, you know, character wondering, ooh, who is this? Maybe he's a good guy that's just, um, they're going to put Martin Odom after just to take him out. I didn't think that he was a good guy, per se, but I did think that was... Right. Like, he had information that they needed to be silenced, and they were going to let Martin Odom kill him. Yeah. I definitely thought it was, like, some something was fishy with it. Like, I didn't think it was a real... Like, something seemed wrong and off about it. Like, I I still didn't trust Nicholas Spiller. Can't trust him. He's got blue eyes. We're both right. So do we. There were a lot of blue eyes in this episode, and all those people with blue eyes tend to be bad. They were bad, bad people. So my eyes have a grayish tint to them. You know, that's the, trust, <laughs> the trustworthy part to it. So, yeah, that's, uh, Deputy Director, though, going to become a huge character. And mm-hmm. we also find out uh, about Ensign, which is owned by Virex. So, uh, yeah, and then John Cameron, obviously that character, who is then first started by him. Uh, so Arcadia... Um, A.K.A. Chase. If you right, guys are Chase. trying to remember, it's the one to the Chase symbol. Remember, keep that in mind. Arcadia equals Chase, therefore bad. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say anything. Not the bank, but they have the same logo. It right. looks very much suspiciously like So Chase. the head of Arcadia, who we'd seen before, who mm-hmm. helped out with the entire uh, issues from a couple episodes ago with uh, Bashir Hassan and um, Prince Fayeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this head now is meeting with Jason Shaw. Totally knows things aren't good. Oh, that was a great scene, too. Yeah. And, like, they're shooting guns. There's this nice parallel. And, like, everyone's already on edge, and he's sweating, and he's sweating. Yeah. He, his bow tie must be too tight. Definitely. He knows that this isn't good. This is bad. These are two bad dudes. Right. So, basically, uh, all this is... So, you know, someone's got to take the blame for everything that goes wrong, and he is the man to take the blame. So, uh, Bashir is being painted. He tells them that what he's doing is having Bashir being painted as this uh, zealot who is completely alone. Mm-hmm. So then we find out that it really is a cover-up started by 
these organizations, Arcadia and um, Virax. Virax. Yeah. So that is, in fact, what it is. And, uh, you know, Tomlinson, who's also there, he's going to take take over a little bit. Yeah, just a little. He's just going to help you out. Just, just a little bit. He'll help shoot you in the head. In the back of the head so your brains explode. I loved it. And it was like nice pacing of the big sweaty guy's head. And then all of a sudden, yeah, that's my gunshot. You know, if this was on HBO, they would have shown it. Though. They would have shown it, right. But it's TNT. But so, you know. I mean, they, they don't know gore. They know drama. Ah, that's good. That's right. Yes. HBO knows gore and <laughs> boobs. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and the F-bomb. Very yes. well. But, but that's why I pay a lot of money to watch it. But not uh, drama. TNT has than, drama. Yeah, exactly. We shoot people in the back of the head in a very artistic scene. Yeah. Can you call it artistic? There were ducks. I hope no ducks were actually hurt. No ducks were harmed in no, the making of no the show. Harm. I don't know. I didn't see that. They were probably actually like, what, computer graphics? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, guys. No ducks were hurt. Or they have footage that they... I don't know. Maybe they just have footage <laughs> that they're allowed to use. I don't know. Moving on. Martin Odom. Uh Heading to the safe zone, to classified. Yeah. We don't even know where it is. I love that. We don't even want the audience to know. It's just safe zone somewhere. And Rice is there hanging out with the family. So Rice is coming close with the family now. He's playing rummy. Yeah. Jen rummy with the old fam. And Aiden just a little badass again, cheating, which I guess is the badass thing to do. Manipulating. He's getting ready for his future. Go ahead, go cheat, kids. Badass thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Martin finally approaches Sonya about the truth, but he can't handle the truth. You want the truth? I do. You can't handle the truth! You're right. This was actually a Tom Cruise scene. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I followed. I got you. I know you followed. Uh, Anyways, uh, so, Martin approaches her, and she she doesn't... uh, she she starts breaking down and says that she doesn't want to say it because she's afraid that he won't love right. her, uh, just like that. But it was it was it was a, it was a good scene. I dug it. I'm all about it, right? Because no, you fine. know she was trying to play it all cool, and he's like, "You have to tell me. I need answers, woman." You yeah. know. And then because you kind of, I mean, think about it as the person you're married to, you have a kid with that you were in love with, and you're fighting for this marriage. All of a sudden, you're like, "Hold the phone. You're a legend." But then you know it was nice. She's like, "I did fall in love with you." Yeah. You, well, well Odom. bring it back to one of the first episodes this season where it was the uh, the scientist dad who oh, yeah, had lied Russian. to his yeah uh-huh. lied to his wife about his past and all that stuff, and then she found out that he'd been lying. So is it okay? Is it okay it's a to lie? Similar to the no. ones you love? Uh, not to the ones you love, especially officially no, but unofficially yes. So you know, looking to pick up Carrie over there, just you know. Find out what she likes, and you can totally just, <laughs> you can just lie, lie all you to want. Me. Especially if your name is Agent Wrath. Especially. <laughs> so that, that's uh, good advice for your kids back home. Lie. Uh, we're just following the theme of Aiden, actually. It is. Because we were talking about how Aiden's going to become a liar and cheater, so. There we go. There you go. Things to become, things to aspire to. There liar and a cheater. <laughs> so that is when all of a sudden... Uh, Shit hits the fan, and all of a sudden, their cover that's supposed to be there, it's gone. Completely blown. He notices somebody's not out in the yard protecting. Right, so something's up, and all of a sudden, he is called out to come outside, mm-hmm. and they are then uh, attacked. I, I gotta say this. I don't mean to nitpick. You guys know how I am with uh, all the background stuff and like details. So you have these people coming in at night. When they have helmets on or night vision, 
Like, I just think if you're going to be covered from... They don't have from, the technology. They, they can't afford to. it from the biggest military like contract. Military. They have to have it. Like, wouldn't they have big helmets on in Look, case they get shot I don't in know the head? if you know this, but the biggest military contractor in the U.S. doesn't have that kind of technology. Well, let's get him on the phone because I need to tell him he needs to wear a helmet. All they have is, like, voice recognition technology and facial oh, recognition and oh, creation but technology. Helmets, but helmets too much. They ran out for the budget. Too well, much. they would be alive if they had those on, just saying. Nice well, shootout, then you though. go for the neck, though. True. Martin, True. He's, a, he's a really good shot, except for during this shootout, where all of a sudden he sucked at shooting. He did. But you know what? Every time you ever watch a show and there's a big shootout and then the people leave the guns, what are you screaming at the TV? Pick up the gun! Pick up the gun! Martin Odom picked up the gun. Yeah, no, that was Finally. cool. I was like, yes! But it's just yes! funny, because all of a sudden he became a stormtrooper. Yeah. Well, he's he, a badass. He, well, I mean, not in that sense. Stormtroopers are notorious for not being able to hit things. They can't shoot. And it's just like, usually he's right on the dot. Right on the... We've seen him as legends where he literally is the quick drum garage shoots someone in the spot like right away and all of a sudden he can't aim maybe he was so high of an emotional adrenaline rush from sonia confessing her love to him like her real true love and he was just like he's holding the assault rifle he's just like (laughs) i'm not used to this gun like give me a handgun and i can shoot that name but this clearly that's the issue well there you go but sonia then automatically going into her now um former mode before Mm mm-hmm or she was some sort of undercover agent, and quickly takes up the pace, mm-hmm. shoots her gun, but she gets shot herself. In the heart. How perfect. Uh, and she came out holding her heart. Oh, what a Martin. parallel to the story. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's kind of cheesy, but I like it. So, in the, in the ambulance, instead of comforting her, he continues <laughs> to interrogate her. Yeah. He's like, well, I mean, really, though, this is his, if she dies, that's his last chance to find out. Completely. You might as well ask. I'm surprised so. he wasn't, like, pressing hard on her chest, like, tell me. And then, like, what? <laughs> They're like, sir, actually, can you press less hard? Sorry. Please. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she breaks down and admits everything that Martin Odom was an MI6 mm-hmm. and that she was a CIA agent uh, told to recover someone from MI6. And that was all she knows. And, and to protect him. Yeah. From that day forth. Exactly. And that uh, it was a lie, but it became real. I fell in love with you. With Carrie. You. With me. You. With yeah. the real me. You. <laughs> and then she quit the agency there. She, she quit the CIA to have a real life with him. Because she really, she really was wasn't in love with him. That's yeah. a big thing to give up your career that you've busted ass to get into. You know right. what I mean? Like, she had to be pretty hardcore and then to give it all up. Yeah, to have a family you know, with him. Pretty, so. pretty honorable. And keep the lie going. And yes, that too. So yeah, that was very too. convenient. She kept on trying to find a time up to bring it up, but she just couldn't. So No time in that. 10 years right. to bring it up. Huh. But she, she doesn't know his real name either. But she says he was in the MI6, whereas everything we heard before is that he was part of Virax. Mm-hmm. So that was where the episode ended. And where I had my brilliant theory. What is your theory? Which was exactly right. <laughs> which was that he was an undercover for Virax, and he actually was part of MI6, which is essentially Britain's version of the CIA, and he was undercover for them on Virax, but we find that out anyways. So. Global teamwork. Way to go, Whatever. Dave. Whatever. Way to go, Dave. Hey, thumbs up. Way to go. <laughs> so let's move on to the next episode. Yeah. And what good timing. It's like 30 minutes in, we finished up wrapping full episode. Bam. Let's go on for the next episode. Better hang on because so, this episode's juicy. Wham. Sonia in the hospital. This is flashback where we find out that uh, Sonia shoots a guy coming to kill Martin and uh, William and not. And this is where we get the line that he heard, mm-hmm. uh, I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. It was as she was wheeling him out after shooting someone. I wonder if she just made that up on the spot. Well, she had to. They said just protect him, so she came up with it. 
Yeah. Brilliant. Well, yeah, like, well, well, Martin, well, Nelson did say stick with the, like, stick with the script. He says something along that those lines to her. Right, true. She was like, what should I say or what should I do? And he goes, stick with the script. And then she goes, I'm your wife. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right. She did call him. So, I, yeah, so I wonder if uh, it, it still seemed like could have been that. Yeah. But she had no idea she'd fall so in love with him. Uh, he is dashing. Uh, and he has an accent. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Ah, uh, Sean Bean. Except for when he was Boromir and kind of an asshole. For which one? Boromir, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> kind of an asshole. <laughs> I was like, wait, what, what, what legend was that? I don't remember. <laughs> Except for when he was the legend Boromir. And, uh, what did I miss this episode? That's the thing is, like, every single past role he had was just another legend. Every right. acting role. It's a show within a show. Exactly. I'll tell you what. So, Aiden looks surprisingly happy when he walks into the hospital. Oh, right, because now they're present time. That was a nice parallel between, like, uh, the two hospital scenes. That was nice. There's a lot of hospital scenes in this show, I noticed. A lot. Well, you know, health and costs and all these things. Let's call it ER Part 2. There we go. So, yeah, he's surprisingly chipper, and he goes up to Dad, Dad, catch them. Daddy, catch them, please. Please. Please, Please. Daddy. If only he got that British accent, too, then he'd be winning. Scoring all the ladies. He's working on it. He's He's a badass, and with British accents, it's only... What else do you it's need? It's a matter of time. What else do you want? So Crystal comes and finally uh, confronts Martin again and sh- and by saying, I spoke to my dad. He knows about the daddy issues. Did hell freeze over? What? So they must all know they have a broken relationship, Crystal and her father. Exactly. So dun, everyone dun, knows dun. that that's, like a, that's a big deal. Big deal. It is. So yeah. she tells him everything that we found out that it was a giant cover-up, and he admits to her that Martin Odom is a legend. And that uh, he's the man who knows too much. Yeah. Except he forgot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's so many quotable lines. I have so many quotes. I'm going to tweet them all out later. You start doing like, this whole rapid fire tweet. Rapid fire, go. Bam, 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 bam. So Nicholas Spiller uh, holding a meeting now. Old guy. Yeah, bad, the old, bad, old, old guy bad man. That, yeah, bad man, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That's always because they both start with the letter B. Bad blue. <laughs> so the bureau is compromised, and uh, it's because of this John Cameron guy. So again, we have to go after John Cameron. That is the guy to go after. He is bad news. Very bad news. So Tomlinson meets with Jason Shaw, and Tomlinson's kind of troubled. Or Tomlin, sorry. Tomlin's kind of troubled. And Jason Shaw says, don't worry, we're using John Cameron. So he kind of builds it up for the audience that John Cameron's this person that they're using. Like he absolutely exists. And that's when he had the great quote about the sovereignty is dictated by those with means. Yeah. Fortune favors the bold. Quotes, quotes, quotes. That is definitely a good one. But again, you know, if you got money, it kind of constitution versus money, which a lot of the show, you know, especially uh, at the end, we'll get to it. Um, just a lot of poli- it's just it just became such a political show at the end. Yeah, definitely. Very really relevant. Did. I like relevant writing. It's well also done. this really quick pace too. The show, especially like these two episodes, were really quick, like revealing things, which I liked as well. And, and it was done in a way that uh, seemed natural. It wasn't like I have to get all this information out really fast yeah. to you, blah blah blah. It was justified, and when characters reveal yeah. info, and also when you think about the episode before the finale, uh, which would be episode nine, I guess they- the penultimate. Yes, the penultimate. The penultimate. Episode. They they also did a good job of transitioning from the both storylines where it made sense into this bigger, larger storyline mm-hmm. too. So you got to give the writers credit for that. Well done. Applause. So applause. Just don't you know? Don't have them write a scene about a hostage who's tied up and then, it is a badass serial right, killer. And then the people are like, "Hey, let's untie him." Because he's going to kick so, your ass. As long as you don't give the writers that scene to handle, then they write good stuff. Spot on. Spot on. So. Uh, Let's see. So we get the 
Oh, so at this point, I think I, I messed up my notes. Hold on a second. There was a lot going on. We were getting very excited watching this episode. They definitely had parallel stories, though. Yes. For what was going on and what we saw. Well, then they went to the uh, the the morgue. And we had the ranger, right? Oh, that okay. I, my notes are in the right spot. It was the, I, I wrote no facial recognition, and I was just seeing facial recognition. I was like, this isn't the right scene for the facial stuff. That comes in later. But Thank you. Were you. Right. Yeah, yeah so they they're taking pictures at the morgue of all the guys. And uh, we find out the guy had plastic surgery. Like, was really trying to cover his identity. All that. Like, major plastic surgery like that. Man, that's a, that's a lot of pain that you got to go through pain. for that. It's a hell of a facelift. Like, I hope you got to, like... Stay at home, eat some ice cream for like a month straight. <laughs> you know, like just relax. That's, that's what you thought. Oh gosh, I hope you recovered okay with ice cream. Like man, that plastic surgery. <laughs> like hope you had some good recovery time. So they use this infrared thing that is basically uh, an infrared filter. On a Does that exist? Does that? I tried to find it in the apps store. Probably and I did not, find not. Okay, but in Maggie's world, it exists. And if Maggie says it does, then it, it does. definitely exists. So. Then they find this secret hidden tattoo, hidden code, and uh, they find that this guy has it, and then Martin has a code, too, and it turns out that any Virax employee has the same tattoo and code. So, again, trying to string you along the fact that Martin is part of Virax. And you know what? It was, Even though we get the MI6 thing in that previous episode, but... Right. Yeah. And, it, and it was Nicholas Spiller, the old guy, the bad guy. Yeah. He's the one that told him what the code meant. Right. So... Either he knew they would discover, or he's just trying to stay two steps ahead to keep the story moving the way he wants it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, he did say he'd been researching Virax for five years, so it's kind of justified. Like, oh, yeah, right. I know things about Virax. Look, it's in a folder. I'm so organized. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's when they find out the guy's Trent McFadden. A Green Beret. Yeah, a Green Beret, a Merc. And uh, they then go to uh, this apartment in Echo Park. And they find it's uh, John Cameron's apartment. Dun, dun, dun. They find the sniper rifle, some burner cash. And as they are now in this apartment, they get a call <gasps> from Cameron to Martin's phone. Oh, There's no. also no question about how they have Martin's phone number, too. Nothing. But I got a question for you, Dave. Do you like scary movies? Do you, do you like... I'm trying to do. It I can't do a deep like voice. You're Fleming. <laughs> it was like the scary movie voice for the supposed the Cameron voice. Well, I think he's like the saw voice on the phone. It's the saw voice. <laughs> I have to call you, and then just pick up the. This is some kind of practical joke. It's not funny. What are you trying to say? We're just saying he had a very scary voice, reminiscent of the movie Scary Movie. He exactly had the voice for Saw <laughs> or Saw. He really did. It was he the did. Saw voice. It was very gritty. It was like it was such a stereotypical horror yeah. voice that we both looked at each other like, "Really? Is this show really stooping to that?" That's really what it was. Like he's not, we I think that was at least what I was thinking in my head yeah. when I looked at you, Kara. Is like, is this show stooping to that stupid voice? Yeah. But then we realized that later in that the there's show, actually a good reason for it, which is cool. So I'm glad it. they actually had a reason for it because at first I was really we were hating on the it. moment. We were like, what? No. By the way, and they were saying how there's plotting for an assassination. You know, looking yeah. at those apartment again. Back to relevant. This show takes place in Los Angeles area. Biden is in town right now. Vice President Biden is yeah. in town right now. So you know, it's that's that's like some major news. Saw the motorcade go by today. So assassinations, I'm sure, high alert for the city. And then the show just happens to air on the same day. What? Bum, bum, bum. Bigger news, though. How the hell is an apartment that nice in Echo Park? That is exactly it. That's the real question. <laughs> that is... No, I'm, nope. no, I'm saying high five. No apartment like that in Echo Park. 
None. Cool. Okay. Or that clean. Uh, I <laughs> seriously. Really. The cleanliness is the big, biggest part. So, uh, they find out that uh, these bills that were there, thanks to Rice, who happens to know this, uh, hmm. bills were part of a cash shipment to Iraq that just went missing over $1 billion. $1 billion. $1 billion. Hmm. Never gets old. So, Virek stole it, and Cameron was the prime suspect. <gasps> what? Whoa. Cameron again. So, this guy, Cameron, prime subject over the stealing $1 billion, also part of Virex who stole it. So, this actually is weird to me. This conflicts with something later on. So, apparently, if Rice knows that Virex stole $1 billion, why is Virex then considered good guys to all the higher-ups? Maybe the higher-ups are all in on it. Oh, you mean at the end of the episode? Yeah. I have a theory on that. Okay. Because, like, it's it's weird that now Rice, even, like, in his lower department, is like, Virex stole $1 billion. And there's this prime suspect, but then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. he starts grilling Martin, like, were you in on this? Were you? Come were you the me. one? Because I have your phone, and I'm calling <laughs> you right now, and I just happen to be there. <laughs> You're in my apartment. <laughs> Finally got the voice. It took a while. There you go. It took a while. It's good. Uh, I, I have a nasally voice. It's hard. It's, it's easier for me to go up in the nasal region, but yeah. going low is very hard. There you so, go. Uh, they go to the motel. Uh, what? Did you see the motel room number? 666. <gasps> because anyone who calls you like this is obviously going to be the hotel called 666. That's right. The devil. The yeah. devil himself entered that room. And it was a blue door. Devil with a blue door. I gotta door. say, like, even like the 666 on the wall thing is kind of like a... This seems like a little <laughs> bit... It was kind of... And why was it necessary? You know somebody had like a can of spray paint on set was like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you guys. I got a great idea. Because you could have just left it as six. Right. I mean, the thing is like that makes it stand out to a point of like this has to be a trap. Yes. I mean like... Yes. Yeah, like it's such a trap. Set detail. Yeah, too much this time. A little bit too much. If it, it, like I, I'm just ah, I'm, I'm, my mind is going to poop right now because I want to call it the Star Wars character who goes it's a trap. <laughs> General Akbar. If General Akbar were here, Admiral he would be Akbar. having a heart oh, attack Admiral, right now. Admiral, Admiral Akbar. Akbar. Excuse me. See, that's why I was having a brain fart. If Admiral Akbar were here, he would just be blowing his lid off. In, like, annoyance about how obvious of a trap it was. Maybe he'll join the cast next season. Maybe. Maybe. He would just pop up and go, It's a trap! <laughs> yeah, so, it was just, like, yeah. such an obvious trap because of the 666 thing. Like, that, that to me is just like, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Or the All car right. that didn't have a tire that was sitting right up front. Yeah, like, oh, that's a good getaway car. <laughs> I mean, it was down to the disc. <laughs> the brakes. Oh, I want to investigate that further, though. From Martin, direct quote. That's the truth. So, Martin, that's the truth. That's the truth. So, Martin goes, uh, they all go to investigate uh, further the crack team of Crystal Rice and Martin. Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out Rice should never be a driver, even though his dad ran an auto dealership. He didn't teach him how to drive. He only taught him how to work exactly. on cars. Oh, here's a fun fact, though. The stunts. The stunts this season were very impressive, especially his last two yeah. uh, episodes. Love stunts because it's all part of that uh, set detail that I love. So here's a fun detail. We looked it up. We're pretty sure this is uh, correct. The stunt coordinator, the person that coordinates all the stunts, does the directing of the stunts, like the, the yeah. flipping of the car, was actually Eric Norris, which is Chuck Badass himself, Norris. So Chuck Norris's son, Eric Norris, was a stunt coordinator for Legends. So you got a little awesome so that's kind of nugget fun of fact. information. Yeah, that's there really cool. 
Yeah. So he transferred his badassery from father to son. He did. Just like Crystal's father. Crystal. Oh, that's deep. Oh, and then they're going to transfer it to Aiden, Sonia. Yeah, exactly. And this is really that's like is a family ultra show. Ultra badassness, right there. Oh. Both Aiden and so- or both Sonia and Martin. Mm. Wow, Aiden's going to be a yeah. true killer. Maybe he'll know how to drive better than Agent Rice, though, because he done flipped that car. So yeah, so it turns out it's trap. Agent Rice getting away. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely trap. So yeah, Rice trying to get away flips over the car because he can't drive. You only work on cars, and, <laughs> and they all get knocked out. And as they get knocked out, it turns out the entire thing was just to take Martin, not kill him. Hmm. They actually take him, which is really odd. And that's what I was wondering the whole time was why don't they just kill this guy? Right. And I think Agent Rice even had a thing like this is the second time they've snatched him up. Why? Yeah. Why don't they just take him out? So even well, Rice well, is onto it. They say this was the second time they snatched him up, or this was the second time they attempted to. Right, but they did take him, right? Did they? I thought this was the second time they attempted to, because before it was just the actual, like... Well, like, the at the LAX, when he right. took him. Yeah. So it's the second time they've kidnapped him, so and it's just nice when Martin's the character's just down on out. his luck. <laughs> he needs better technology. Maggie, come on. Can't keep him safe. Yeah, so... Uh, Nelson wants to speak to Nicholas, and he wants the priority uh, to be finding, uh, finding Martin, whereas... Mm-hmm. Nicholas, being the higher up, refuses to budge. And he's like, well, I'm the boss, so I'm too bad. Yeah, too bad. And I like the little conversation in the elevator. Yeah, Nelson actually, like, standing up, too. I like Nelson. Balls. He's yeah. grown. I kind of was wondering if Maggie, because, you know, she kind of gave him a look as he went in the elevator. I was wondering if she was going to be like, boop, 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 and then bring <laughs> up, like, the camera and the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Or JG she, like, Beyonce somehow she, like, locks the elevator, so she's like, oh, elevator stuck. And then she comes over the speaker. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. This is Maggie. Tell the yeah. truth. That didn't happen. Didn't My name is John Cameron and Maggie. <laughs> Vurex Operations Bunker is where we're at next. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then all of a sudden we get this flashback to Basra, Iraq, where it turns out that we see uh, Jason Shaw's there, Martin's there, and like we get uh, all those flashbacks there to, uh, or, or sorry, Martin flashback. It was just a flashback to him getting thrown into uh, prison. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Shaw shows up in modern day. And starts uh, admitting everything. So this is the typical bad guy, I'm going to explain everything to you moment. Just in case you were confused. Right, just in case uh, you hadn't figured it all out yet with the whole uh, stealing the money thing. That is, in fact, what we were covering up. And let me tell you that right now, as opposed to just doing what I want to do. Mm, let me sit you down it. and confess. Right, because I'm so good at being bad, I'm just going to get it all out in right. because I'm never going to get caught. So I'm going to tell you instead of you discovering it on your own. That's like right. Like I said, actually, it's kind of that's like Mr. Monologue. TV show. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's actually, kind of now that I think about it, I'm like, that's actually kind of bad writing. When they have to have the bad guy do the monologue. True, true. Like, that's such like a TV trope that people you always make fun of. They tried. They tried to make it somehow justified his ongoing of confession, but yeah. So it's just like he <laughs> he really he had no reason to tell Martin any of this. He could have right. like left him in the dark. You know what I think it is? I think it's ego, and I'm so good at what I did, and I pulled it all off. And he's convinced that Martin Odom's going to die or he's going to go away, and he's right. so arrogant, and he's gotten so caught up in his own uh, scheme that he, they confess. Yeah, I think maybe, but you're right. Again, it goes right along. Like we've seen this storyline before, right? So. Hey, if you want to be a future bad guys out there, stop confessing your entire plot to the hero. You're welcome. Right? You're welcome. Hashtag tips on how to be a bad First, guy. First, become a cheater and become a an awesome at cheating and awesome at lying. And then once you become a bad guy, another tip for you, 
Don't monologue to yeah. the hero. No monologues. No monologue to yeah. the hero. But you know what? Uh, I did think, again, it kind of bothered me when they said that they caught Martin Odom taking pics of the money. Yeah. And that whole scene. I was like, really? Would he be that sloppy to get caught taking pics? Apparently his MI6 training wasn't good enough. So we do find out that Martin was, in fact, an MI6 spy. Confirmed. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. He actually was He was working for VRX, but as a spy for MI6. Mm-hmm. And therefore they started torturing him, beating the crap out of him to, uh, well, because as you said, they, they found him taking pictures of the money. So basically he helped kill and steal this $1 billion, uh, essentially to expose them. And what a reveal. Yeah. Massive reveal. So he actually was there as Agent Rice has mm-hmm. been like, were you there? It turns out he was and was one of the guys who killed the two men at the car. Did he kill or he just stood there and let him kill? I think he did one, one of the bullets was him and one of them was Jason. Was it? Or maybe he just watched. But I th- but it still makes him an accessory right. to it. But, I mean, to me, it was like it was for that greater good of, like, I mean, when you're going undercover, you have to stay undercover. You can't just all of a sudden pop out of undercover. Like, I'm in an entire bunker of people who are going to go kill me if I break under my break cover right now. Right. So, like, he couldn't break cover at that moment. But they uh, they do, they still have a billion dollars. He actually, like, for him, this was the moment where I can take pictures. I can actually finally expose them because I know they're bad. And it's all for MI6. And he gets the crap beaten out of him. And it turns out another kind of conspiracy theory thing is, hey, let's go back to what was topical 10 years ago. And Saddam Hussein's yeah, weapons Saddam of mass destruction. Yeah, Saddam's ma- weapons of mass destruction. Uh, it turns out that they actually did exist. And it was all Virax who took these weapons oh, of mass destruction. Now we know. I was wondering all, I've been wondering for those past 10 years. I'll Turns call out Fox it's all VRX. News. I'll yeah. let them know that we've resolved they it. They will get on it. Yeah, yeah sure they, they will. They absolutely will. <laughs> They'll use the legends as fact. <laughs> so it turns out it was, uh, VRX took Saddam's weapons of mass destruction so they could use them as leverage for various things. Cause that would definitely look good for America to not find the weapons of mass destruction. And- but, well, Virax took it because power isn't free. It comes at a price. And when you right. have weapons of mass destruction, you have leverage and yeah. a bunch of other things that he rattled off. And Mr. I guess the other idea, Shaw. too, is even though they were the military contractor for America, they weren't necessarily representing American no, interests. They didn't and care. To them, you're right, and to them, it's like, I, I don't care what it makes the U.S. government look like that we took these weapons of mass destruction. And, like, hell, if they want these weapons of mass destruction to be found, they can pay us for it would probably be the idea. Exactly. Yep. So It's all money. Right. It's all about that money. Money, money, money. So now that they have a billion dollars, they can do whatever the hell they want. Until <gasps> our friend Kyle Evans what? from way back when no. turns out he was actually a good guy too. Uh, and just so you remember, Kyle Evans was the guy who got killed and had the bag over his head. Yeah. Drop your He was actually he was the one who uh like, was a conspiracy theorist also like oh, kind of oh my god, what was Ooh, yeah, so Ooh. really freaking out. Uh so he actually busts out Martin Notum uh fr- fr- in Iraq and turns out Operation Raining Fire. Oh, my God. It was all Martin Odom who did it. He called it out. But he was thought he would probably end up dying from Mar- right, Operation Raining Fire. Right, the greater good. Right. So it was actually what it all was, and nobody really knows because all of it's covered up except for us as an audience, is yeah. that this entire bunker is the Virax bunker of all of Virax. So to him, it was, I can wipe out all of Virax, these weapons of mass destruction, WMDs, Everything. It won't spread to the rest of the right. world, just an isolated incident. Right. Just have it all happen right here, 
right now, Fatboy Slim song, and just have all that happen in the moment. And then he will go down with it. He's willing to basically, this would be suicidal. He's going to die from this too. He's dying for his right. country. Yeah. yeah. Well, dying, dying dying for multiple Britain, countries. He's dying for the world. Yeah. For the world. So he's wiped willing out. to yeah. lay this down. He calls it in, calls in this airstrike, and it is him so who's behind this giant, horrible thing that happened that actually turns out to not be as horrible as we all think it is. Because when you really think about it, he's it's all wiping out the bad guys. The entire bad guys. Everybody. Everybody. This is all the worst scum. Uh, Virax. But luckily, or not luckily, uh, Jason Shaw survives this. And Martin survives this, and a bunch of people survived this. And Jason Shaw has been trying to get them back for ten years because so four hundred of his men died. So Jason yeah. is absolutely pissed about this for some reason. Do you know. think he's really trying to revenge his men, or he's just trying to revenge his own personal ego? I think his personal ego. Yeah, uh, and I think it's also just like the expense. That's a lot of money. Money. He lost yeah. his money. He, he lost. He lost all this stuff. So for ten years, he's been wanting to kill Martin because that was Plotting. all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. That's a lot of work. Here's my question, too. The grave was pre-dug, so apparently, I'm guessing, Jason Shaw was like, oh, we're going to kill him, so let's dig a grave. We'll throw him in it. So. so that's why it was already dug. Yeah, okay. that would be my guess. Like they were, Because they were torturing him probably to kill him. Mm-hmm. So Because he's that MI6 scum. So they're scanning Martin's face, uh, scanning his voice for some reason that Martin doesn't know. But you kind of have an I, I kind of I didn't know they would go do exactly that, but I sort of figured with what we've seen Maggie do, yeah. it'd be something similar with the voice recognition they were doing. So, turns out Martin Odom, big reveal, is John Cameron. Dun, dun. So, that guy who is suspected of stealing 100, or one, 100 billion dollars. That's way <laughs> a lot, lot of, money. of money. One billion dollars. I can't even imagine a billion dollars. So, can you even imagine a hundred billion? Cannot. But, Cannot so, turns out Martin Odom is John Cameron, or at least John Cameron was also a legend. Right, so we still don't know yeah. who he is. But but big th- issue is that John Cameron is suspected by the U.S. government of stealing $1 billion for Virax. And not only that, but John Cameron is also uh, just this bad dude who's on the loose. That's the one we keep on hearing about. Mm-hmm. So who's working for Virax, which is bad. Mm-hmm. So John Cameron, as we both said, is a, also a legend. So who is Sean Bean... I don't know. He's just Sean Bean. He's a man with a moral dilemma. So here's what's going to happen, Carrie. Let me lay it down for you. Lay it down, Dave. All right, so I'm going to have you, John, kill Dale Bennett, who's the (gasps) director of the FBI. No. And I'm going to have it so it looks like you're the one who did it. (gasps) You're going to frame me? I am going to frame you, and I'm going to tell you that I'm framing you. Another monologue of confession Yes. bad guy? So you know what I'm doing to you. Okay. All right, so now that you know, okay. uh, now I'm going to knock you out with a gross needle, and I'm going to... What was it? Sodium thiopental? Yeah, actually, I wrote it down, too. I'm not a doctor. Oh, shit. I know. You guys thought I was a doctor this whole time. So I what, So what's not. that operation we're, that you're going to do after Don't this? Don't worry about it. Put ice on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the Westwood... This is where, at the Westwood Federal Building. And that's the real. There is a federal yeah. building in Westwood, California, which is right by UCLA. Yeah. So it's it's good. I used to drive past right the across time. the street. It's actually like it's cool to me because I always kind of wondered about that building. Now that now I know, apparently now the FBI know. director is there in that They're building. They're gonna have to move now. They've been compromised. Right. So sorry, guys. Sean Bean all of a sudden wakes up across the street. I can call him Sean Bean now because we don't know who the hell he is. Confirmed. We don't know his character. So Confirmed. He wakes up across the street. Uh, they put the gun there, so basically he's in the location. Oh. 
And then they have it so John Cameron comes out and they literally use that voice recognition and 3D recognition and make him say those lines from a couple weeks ago because we saw that in a preview a few weeks yeah. ago. Uh, so I thought it was due to this storyline with Virax. Bam! Bam, bam! I was right about that, but I was also <laughs> wrong and that was something from the past because I thought maybe it was something from Iraq that they pulled up and it turns out it was something right. completely fake. But so. you know what else? I definitely else? called it. I said that I think Martin Odom's character did something really bad pre-2004, car yeah. accident, waking up in the hospital. I honestly didn't think he was the guy that had the trigger pulled for the big right. of everyone dying, but... Well Although, done. They kept that kind of on a wraps. Yeah. I didn't know Although it was coming. really bad, but it was also really good too. Right. I'm and we also get we also get the confliction with Martin's character, where he, uh, which we kind of glazed over or I skipped over, which was him in the car with Crystal saying, mm-hmm. "Am I a bad person?" Right. And he's legitimately he's questioning he, his existence. Yeah. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what he did in the past. And, and he's going to have to pay for it at some yeah, point. Yeah, and then all the legends that he's been, as he admits, like, he's done some bad things. And what's it for? Yeah. Is, is he really a good guy or bad guy? Yeah. Yeah, so. It's nice. A nice, honest a moment. Good, yeah. Quite, yeah, so that was a good moment that we should have brought up. But, uh, so. Back, back huge, to Huge, huge framing on uh, Sean Bean's character. I pulled the trigger knowing what I was doing. Uh, all that on the on tape confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Crystal and Rice find him there, but essentially assist in his escape. Mm-hmm. So at least now he's not found at the scene of the crime. At least I don't believe they said he was found at the scene of the crime. No, but he's in the building. Like it seems, you know, 100, 200 feet inside because he wakes up and then he walks out. He sees a gun and this is the one time not to pick up the gun. He picks it up. It's like, let me put my fingerprints all over it. And I'm yeah. sure they could have, you know, but it's like, why would you pick up the gun this time? And then, of course, Agent Rice and Crystal show up. But you know what we don't Yeah, know? I was thinking the exact same thing, too. Like, but, and she yeah. told him to run. Yeah. So even in that moment when they basically are catching him red-handed, they know he's been set up. They could have actually – they could have also taken the sniper rifle and maybe – like because I don't yeah, think there was any could've... mention of the sniper rifle. So, right. like, if Crystal and Rice were really, like, thinking ahead, they would have taken the sniper rifle and just not reported it or done something with it. True. So maybe that's what happened with the sniper uh, rifle. Speaking of sniper rifle, who pulled the trigger on that sniper rifle? We, that character was not revealed. That's a good point. Maybe, it was, maybe it was Jason. Could, Could have been, been Jason. Jason I think it was Agent Rice. My tasty, beautiful Agent Rice. I really feel like that was him. So you think that he's, I think he's bad too? Yeah, I don't want him you to be. He's dirty. Well, it's weird that he knows the building. Well, okay, so that goes into your question. But so again, I could be totally wrong, but who who pulled the trigger? That person is going to be, if it gets renewed next season, I'm, I'm saying it right now, I really think that person's going to be pivotal to the, the season's arc, that yeah. storyline. That also does uh, pull up into the whole like, Vurex thing that we wanted to talk about too, which we'll get to as we're getting to it. Uh, there's going to be a transition of leadership at the Bureau now after everything that's happening. Uh, mm-hmm. So Nelson refusing to believe that Martin was responsible, but it doesn't matter. No one on the team thinks Martin's responsible. Uh, Crystal saying that she finds zero evidence in Martin's character. She absolutely doesn't believe it's Martin and stands up for him when she's like at the FBI. Yeah, she's trial, like, essentially. yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. That uh, basically blaming Virax mm-hmm. and saying Virax was involved. But then we get Jason Shaw's a, uh, a personal friend of mine. He's a patriot and a personal friend of mine. Right. And he got so heated over it. Would right. that happen when you're at that level? Wouldn't you be able to keep it between personal and work? But then again... Yeah, so, well, he's the higher up. And he's like, yeah. I guess it's supposed to be like, I personally vouch for him because I'm higher up. So how dare you? But the thing is like, and here's where my confusion with it is, is we found out that Virax 10 years ago, stole a billion dollars. 
Jason Shaw was the head of Virax. Hey, he's a patriot and personal friend of mine who still runs Virax, and we know this. Mm-hmm. So how? What even? What? Probably because they paint him as a hero who survived it. Because remember, he got his back burned and his lung collapsed. So they're painting him as a hero. And he probably gave money or something. He obviously has access to money. He's probably in the pocket of all those people. So now you have this whole issue of all these like high-ups that are deep within. Everybody's got their finger in the honeypot. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, that's that's how else do you get somebody to be on your side anymore at yeah, that level? It just seems like if if everything Money. that even like other people are like, oh yeah, Virex is bad. Virex is not a good company. Even yeah, people like Rice have said like, oh yeah, this Virex and they're bad. And he, Jason Shaw is still the head of Virex, and they say that he's the head of Virex, and we know he's the head yeah. of Virex, but everyone's like, oh yeah, Virex is bad. Right. And anytime something happens like that, you would be the the head would be asked to step down. Right. Because it's just it's too much. Step down, clear the slate. Because everyone has been like, Virex is bad. They do bad stuff. Like even Agent Rice knows that Virex is yeah. bad. But Agent Malloy and uh, what's his name, Schiller, Blue Eyes, Bad Guy Spiller. Right. They've they've all they're obviously into covering things up, and they seem to outrank the DCO. Right. So I'm wondering if it's just been a massive cover up this entire time. Well, yeah, it's all cover up, upon cover up, upon cover up. Upon it's cover up, it's upon like. Cover up. Legends, cover up, only cover for cover-ups. Right. Maybe what? that's why it's really called Legends. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh, that's so deep and smarty pants how of many, you. It's almost Inception-ish, too. It is. It really is. A le- uh, it's like a cover-up within a cover-up within a cover-up. And you got to go into the <laughs> deepest cover-up. My head exploded. Yeah, so... Uh, Nelson, uh, we find out, even though he has to now step down, DCO is officially closed. How convenient. Can you just do that? Apparently. But they can. They outrank him. So DCO is officially closed. But they got him on a desk job but to Nelson, keep him close. Yeah, so Nelson's still going to have a gig, but he's... Yeah, keep the enemies closer. Close. Yeah, exactly. Friends mm. close, enemies closer. So mm-hmm. uh, Nelson helping out Martin on the slide. Very fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Well, the Hoover Dam be in there at some point. I and then so. we see Martin Odom. And then they have zombie. to climb through like all those like dams and such. <laughs> cool. Maybe the damn gift shop will be in there. Yeah. <laughs> any, any movie with Harrison Ford is a good movie. Except for some more recent ones. But a lot of movies with Harrison Ford are good movies. Back in the day. So, yeah. So Nelson is still going to be on Martin's side. We find out he's absolutely 100% with mm-hmm. Martin. And uh, Crystal also completely refusing to back down. And then finding out DCO shut down. So what's happening to Crystal now, too? Because that's her job. But she's got a dad in high places. So right. you, you see... Like you, it's a nice wrap up to a season, but you yeah. also see how this storyline could continue and escalate into another season because uh, you see like this DCO, these you know they're going to all be painted as bad rogue agents versus, I guess is it the Department of Justice? Yeah, is that who that? So it's going to be so. this. I mean, they're all going to have to go under. Yeah. Yeah. So Martin, uh, it kind of wraps with Martin watching Aiden go to school with Sonia and Sonia yeah, looking at the car, she knows. but probably knowing she has i mean if she's a legend and she yeah. knows the tactics she has to know he's there right well i mean this is like beyond legend he's a fugitive now it's not even a yeah. legend he's, he's about just, to right. skip that country and then uh yeah so he gets a passport from nelson That's yeah so he got and then the episode wrapping with everything getting redacted crystal i think was yeah. getting redacted right everybody's going on right everyone's getting redacted everybody is agent and agent right and also we Maggie? find out too that uh that turns out that um Martin had been is now redacted from MI6. So he doesn't exist. Yeah. He doesn't exist. 
So and they're painting him as a fugitive. They're yeah. going to blame everything on him. And I liked at the end how it had um, Spiller taking his oath to be a good man, which we yep. know he is not. And then you've got what? it. What? What? He's bad. Have I'm you sorry. been watching the same show as me? Spoiler alert! I thought he was a good Spiller's person. bad. No, he's bad. But he has blue eyes. Oh, still bad. Oh, really shit. bad. Okay. Crystal has blue eyes too, but she's good. And it was again like this, the the episode opened with the parallel scenes of the hospital. It ended with the parallel scenes of like confessions. Yeah. And promises. Broken so that promises. is where we wrap up the season. And look at how much notes I have for two hours of notes. I'm not ready for it to be over. I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sad too. Like, I, I actually really, especially like this, these final three episodes, I thought were really good. I think these final three episodes were probably the best episodes of the season. And, and they were It was great. getting better. It was. And what's sad is that if you look at like the, the ratings, it's, it started to tick down. Yeah. So I really hope people see this. Li- Maybe that's why they put the two episodes together at the end to really ramp up ratings so it can get renewed. It should be renewed because now the characters have found their relationship to one another. The writers seem to have a good meshing. You know, the directing, everything's spot on. I think we need a season two. Well, and the cool thing Give too. Season two. Yeah, the cool thing too, and I like, and I, and I was talking to Carrie about this before we started the show, is that they were really moving along. And mm-hmm. it's almost like if you have a season two as well, we still have the idea. I mean, yeah, we still don't know who Sean Bean is for real, but at least they wrapped up some of these storylines, like that right. very first storyline of like, who are these agents? Who are these people coming to him? We had that wrapped up, and the story actually Check. moved forward, Done. and we got that. And then mm-hmm. we got, I guess, this previous legend. We got one legend wrapped away, and there's another legend in there. But, I mean, it's just, like, nice that at least they, they're starting to take away those questions. And they actually right. are moving forward with them and not just leaving a lot of them hanging. And moving forward, and, and each storyline they present, it just it just folded into the overall arcing storyline. So, yeah. well done. They hang their, you know, they don't hang the whole show on one concept of this guy just plays a bunch of legends. Like, there's so much more to it. And, and another thing to think about, too, if they do uh, mm-hmm. end up doing a season two is how much different it's going to be. It Completely. Because before we had just this whole structure of, like, go to office, get your assignment, mm-hmm. go do your assignment. And even though, like, there were a lot of, like, hinges and uh, issues along the way, they always had the fact that they could rely on Nelson to say, don't worry, Sean Bean, everything that you do is just going to be wiped clean because you're in the FBI and it's all good. Right. Like, now he's a fugitive and he can't just do things with a clean slate. Like, things aren't going to just be cleanly wrapped up for him. And he is, a, as the lead character, he's falling apart. He's starting to question himself, too. Yeah. So maybe he completely turns his back on all this and right. goes to Fiji and says, I'm done. I'm just going to sit on the beach. All right. So, uh, let's do predictions for season two if there's a season two. Oh, I really hope. And now, you're so I like your idea. You I like do? the thought. Well, the fact that you, you thought that, yeah, let me give you some credit. <laughs> the idea of uh, Crystal's father being involved because he is high up, and maybe that's going to help Crystal either get back on it or uh, probably be more storyline with that, with how she gets back in the case. Yeah, I think I think the VRX will still be there, but obviously it's not going to be as um, centered with the storyline. I think we're going to see more political, more government stuff. And it'd be perfect timing because the elections, the 2016 elections are coming up. So it'd be great for a show to kind of like start incorporating that because people are going to be talking about it. So if you're talking about it in your daily life and then you watch a show, now you're going to talk about the show when you're back at work. Like it's yeah. very topical. So I, I also I just really think it's going to be more political, more government driven because people are already questioning the government and if you're not questioning the government you'll want to watch the show too because you'll you'll want to you know do devil's advocate to all those who who are conspiracy theorists you know what i mean i just think it's a show for everybody i really wish it would be in the summertime though yeah i think fall i mean i don't know clearly i'm not an exec but i would love to see the show in the summer i think it could pull some some higher ratings 
Well, right? uh, I, I think I, I mean, my prediction is if the show isn't renewed, it's because Sean Bean didn't die. Oh, Dave, don't even put it out there. Okay, are you predicting that uh, Sean Bean would be killed off in season two? No, if I don't, I don't comes think he would. That would be really cool. I don't know. Like I said, even like like I said though, like to me that's a really cool twist. Like if they had actually killed Sean Bean in the first episode of the show. I would have applauded the show for having the balls to advertise every the way they did, <laughs> and then killed them off in the first episode. That would have been like to me the most brilliant advertising of all time. I would have stuck with the show hundred percent. Like I can't believe they did that. Take a big kahunas. Yeah. So yeah. No. Uh, I mean, I don't think if they have a season two, I don't think he's going to die. I think they're they're sticking with him. I mean, he's also just showing his great acting jobs it's throughout the fantastic. show. Fantastic, and all the characters develop so much. Just think of that very first pilot episode and where they are now. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. But I think you're right about Crystal and the dad relationship. Um, and I'm just trying to think, like, how could he, as a fugitive, get back on track? Because what can he possibly do? Well, and I think maybe it'll be him going to Sonya and maybe them working together. Ah. That might be the only thing that he has. And obviously they have Nelson on their side. But I think uh, maybe Sonya is going to be the key. Oh, I like it. Here, so. so you're saying, Sonya, I'm going to call political. I bet it all happens. Yeah. So, and I wonder if he works as a legend from another country. Like, will he stay out of the United States for season two if there's a season two? Because that could add a nice element. Just yeah. think of all the crazy stuff going on in the world. So, I don't know. But I don't know. What do you guys think watching at home uh, or listening on iTunes? What do you think is going to happen? And uh, what did you think of the final episodes? Did you Definitely enjoy the finale? Hear thought. And it, are you hoping for a season two as well? Because I know I am now. Definitely. 100%. So, guys, once again, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein. That is K-L-E-I-N. Good. Very good. Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter as well. I'd love to know your thoughts. You can find me at Comedia Carrie. That's C-O-M-E-D-I-A-C-A-R-R-I-E. Hit me up. And don't follow JB ever because he's an ass. He's not here. He's at work. Yeah, he's at work. So he claims. He's at work. So do follow JB. Make sure to check him out as well. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. We will maybe see you sometime. Hopefully. Hopefully. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 